Disaster, a podcast about disasters and the music they make us listen to. I'm Peter, and I'm here with my co-host, Lee. Hi. And our special guest, Norm. Oh, that's a comment that this is the third take that Peter took to do that intro. Motherfucker. Ooh. Oh, second. That's the second take. Come Looking on. behind the curtain. That was two. No, you did three. Did I? I did you three. Did a little misfire. I did three. I forgot about the. I forgot about the little one. Newsflash: Peter's not perfect. Ugh, the real disaster. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> You're joining us for our Tragedy Tuesday mini episode about disasters that usually aren't so many, and sometimes they're non-disasters. But we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. If you want to help us out, the best thing you can do is subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen, or even better, tell a friend. Tell all your friends. Make new friends. Tell them too. Yeah. Hey, Lee. Listen to this as a disaster. That's an example of how you can tell your friends. I surely will, and I'll tell all my friends, Peter. There you go. There you go. I'll, I'll get my friends on Friendster, and MySpace, MySpace. Okay. And Live Journal. <laughs> Norm is not with the times. Oh God! Live I journal. recently went back into the tome of my Live Journal, which <laughs> amazingly is, is still active. Nice. Oof. Yeah, it's, it doesn't go anywhere. It stays. Oof. No good. That was on Asian Avenue. Really? Yeah. Oh. I <laughs> what is that? Is that a street in, in Ottawa? <laughs> That's like a okay. It was I, like Facebook for Asians. Oh, okay. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you meant Somerset. Sorry. It turns out. <laughs> it turns out, twenty-three-year-old me was an emo bitch. <laughs> well, then Live Journal was. <laughs> you were right where spot, you needed to be. Right there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want to follow us, social media is at this disaster pod. And the best thing, actually, you can do to stay fully in the know is to go back and listen to all our previous episodes because we make some references sometimes to things that we've talked about in the past, and not like inside jokes. You won't be left out. They're all self-contained. But we think they're interesting. So check them out. Check them out. Yeah. And today we have a Tragedy Tuesday brought to you by Norm. So Norm, you want to take it away? Yes. Great. Take awesome. it away, Norm. <laughs> let's have it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, you've probably read the episode title, yes. but let's build up to it. Okay. In March 16th, 1979, mm -hmm. the film The China Syndrome premiered, starring Jane Fonda and Michael Douglas. <laughs> oh boy, I know The China Syndrome. Awesome. <laughs> now, Fonda was a notable environmentalist and anti-nuclear advocate at the time. Yep. And in the film, she plays a reporter that secretly films a near-major nuclear accident okay. and the uh, uh, following cover-up. Okay. Now, this film was highly criticized by physicists and the nuclear community mm -hmm. for its inaccuracies okay. and uh, fear-mongering. It's based off the hypothetical concept that when a nuclear core melts down, it'll burn through the Earth, and then it'll burn all the way to China. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. so realistically... We laugh. Clearly, I've not seen or heard about this. Is that a concern? <laughs> so realistically, the core would cool before it got there. Okay. That's not how gravity works. Okay. <laughs> it would stop at the core. By yeah. the same token, you can't dig your way to China. <laughs> China's not on the other side of the freaking earth. <laughs> that too. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. So there's a quote from the film, and it's that there could be an explosion that could render an area the size of the state of Pennsylvania permanently uninhabitable. Whoa. Oh. Scary. And it's probably totally accurate. So, Most Three Mile are. Island is an island in Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. Oh. Three miles from Middleton, Pennsylvania. Okay. The Three Mile Island Nuclear Generating Station, yep. called TMI, yep. housed two pressurized light water reactors, okay. which they called TMI-1 and TMI-2. Good names. Hmm. TMI-1 construction started in May 1968 mm. and ended in, or finished in yep. April 74 at okay. the cost of $400 million. Which in 2019 dollars is 2.1 billion. Oh boy. Jeez. That's a pricey reactor. It was licensed to operate until 2034. Oh, okay. Then worth it. <laughs> yeah. 
Good work. Uh, so yeah, so that took six six years to build, okay. which is fairly average for how long it takes to build the reactors. Okay. TMI two, the second reactor, was similar to TMI one, but yeah. actually larger in capacity. Okay. It started construction in November '69 and finished in December '78. That's nine years. Is that a standard building time for reactors? This one went way over budget. Okay, it cost seven hundred million dollars oh. in, in oh, nineteen. Oh. 79. Oh, 700 million in 79. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was almost double the cost. It almost yeah. went over by, by double the cost. Jeez. It didn't really have much to do with it. It's just an interesting fact about it. Yeah, well, that, there's a lot of that going around. That happened in, uh, didn't like the Ontario, Canada nuclear reactors go over budget by quite a bit? I think, doesn't everything go over budget? Everything goes over budget. It's because they're like, how much is this thing going to cost? Yeah. The person was like, TMI. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work that in <laughs> somehow. <laughs> and it's done and we can move on. <laughs> so these two reactors <laughs> can supply enough energy for 300,000 homes. Okay. And before we get any more into it, the fund although the fundamental physics of these types of reactors are all the same, yep. the design is actually based off of the company that makes it. So the the, the okay. actual implementation can be different depending on who makes the reactor. The, the safety mechanisms can be different. There's also regulations. It, it's like a car works with an engine. Yeah. Yes. But all cars can be built by different manufacturers and they're different. That makes total sense, but also never occurred to me. I always assume that there's like a, <laughs> yeah. there's like the nuclear reactor right. design. <laughs> there's not a Ford. Yeah, there, there's or many <laughs> designs that you can use to maintain critical mass and fish. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so this design was specifically done by the company Babcock and Wilcox, a <laughs> company that makes reactors okay. and other things like furnaces and stuff. It's not their it's not their fault. It's just their names. But it's just a lot of cocks. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, so these were pressurized water reactors. And quick summary of last time: yep. the nuclear reactor uses uranium two thirty five, which fissions, which heats up water, which produces steam, which spins yep. a turbine, which generates electricity. We should mention. This is a good companion episode to part one of our Chernobyl series. Uh, we, don't yeah. refer- we don't reference episodes. I, I, ju- I, I literally set up. Nor do we, we make inside jokes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, listen to part one of the Chernobyl you episode. Guys are- <laughs> <laughs> that's that's anyway. an inside, an inside jo- commenting about not making inside jokes is an inside <laughs> that's joke. That's true. <laughs> We're meta. Also, also mentioning Asian <laughs> Avenue, whatever yeah. that is. <laughs> <inside joke. laughs> the, main, the main part of the nuclear reactor is the core, where right. the uranium fuel is. Right. In this particular pressurized water reactor, the core generates heat. Yeah. And it is cooled with high pressure water. Okay. Yeah. The water is at 2200 PSI, which yeah. is about 50 times more than your house water is. Okay. okay. So think of this as like a giant building sized pressure cooker. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. There's pumps that flow the water, cycle the water through the core. Right. And these pumps are gigantic. Okay. There are 9,000 horsepower, two story pumps that flow 1.3 million liters a minute. Holy moly. So that's, that's pretty big. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is all to keep water flowing through the core sure, to keep it sure. cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is called the, the primary loop. Okay. And this water is radioactive because it comes into contact with the fuel. It also comes into contact with neutrons, so yeah. this is the stuff that's bad. You right. want to keep this away from everything. Fair enough. The primary loop feeds into a steam generator, which is a tank of water at a low pressure that boils, yeah. and that's what spins the turbine. So it takes the heat from the core, boils the water at the low pressure, and that spins a turbine. Okay. Mm. And that's where you get your energy from. Yeah. <laughs> this is a separate loop from, like, the water doesn't come in contact with each other. Right. Uh, it's just that makes the, sense. The, the temperature right. transfers over. Mm-hmm. And then the steam gets condensed back 
into water and that site is pushed back into the steam generator with another pump. Gotcha. There is a third loop that is the condenser and that pulls water from the lake or the, sorry, in the river yeah. and that evaporates out. And the, the steam you see coming out of the, the curvy yeah. cooling towers yeah, 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 and yeah. the Simpsons and so yeah. on, yeah. That's, that's literally just steam from the condenser that's condensing water back. Oh, okay. So the important Harmless thing- steam. Yeah. It's just steam. It's not, not, it's not radiation. Steam. Radiation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so these loops of water are all physically isolated, so no radiation ever gets out of a, a plant. Right. And, and it's completely contained in the core. Right, okay. Uh, this Good is the intention. System. Is the intention okay? <laughs> <laughs> and it always yeah. happens that there's never been a disaster. Well, well, Don't listen to part two of Chernobyl. Yeah. <laughs> the main safety concern for nuclear reactors is keeping the core cool yeah. because it's really, really hot. I, if it gets right. hot, if it gets too hot, the the fuel will melt itself. Okay. And this is called a meltdown. Hmm. Uh huh. And the stuff that the uranium splits into is the really, really dangerous stuff that you don't want. A lot of it is a gas form. You want right. to contain it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Right. So you need to keep water on the core at all times. Okay. Sounds like water is important. Yeah. Okay. There's mm. a very last line of defense, and yep. this is the containment building or okay. a containment vessel, kind of how you want to describe it. Sure. It's a three to five foot thick reinforced concrete structure that surrounds your reactor. Okay. So if all this fails. Yeah. Then these this concrete is rated to withstand explosions. Yep. It can take a missile strike. Huh. If a jet hits three or five feet of concrete, yeah. the jet gets dusted. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. And there's like a little like crater. Five feet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like almost as tall as I am. <laughs> like a foot shorter. <laughs> right. No, yeah. I'm just trying to like picture. No, I know. Yeah. yeah That's how I picture well, things. The like wall is as thick as that couch is long. Right, yeah. Right. I have about a five foot long couch for thick. those not in the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's the, the last line of defense. Yeah. Right. At 4 a.m. on the yeah. 27th of March, 1979, mm -hmm. this was three months after the second reactor started running, okay. TMI-2, uh, yeah. and 11 days after the China Syndrome premiered. Oh boy. <laughs> Operators were working on one of the, the scrubbers in the secondary loop. So this is basically just a filter that filters out calcium and right. all this junk yeah. in the water. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a filter in the secondary loop. This is the steam generator sure. loop. Yeah. They're fixing one of the filters. Yeah. Okay. And these filters have resin beads in them that yep. are used to filter out the crap. Bees? Beads? Be <laughs> beads. <laughs> Lee's not on board. <laughs> so the resin would fairly frequently clog the water line. Yeah. So what they would do to clear it is they would use compressed air to blast the resin to, to clear it open. Okay. On this day, uh, it just wasn't working. So they decided to fill it up with water and then blast the air to blast the water. You're plunging a, to a clogged toilet, basically. Right. And was this like standard procedure or they kind of freeforming it at this point? It's pseudo unclear if this okay. was a common thing. Fair kind of in uncharted yeah. waters here. What if we really cram water? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's really plunge this. Yeah. <laughs> so they inadvertently pushed water into the instrument airline. And so this is the, the line that controls all the pumps that's mm. supposed to only have air in it. This caused one of the pumps feeding the water into the steam generator to stop. That okay. means the water is no longer being pushed through the steam generator, so the steam boils away, yeah. and then there's no new water there to take heat from the core. Uh-oh. Uh, the water was important. I think, yeah. you I think the water, mentioning that. You mentioned that the water is, yeah. is a key component. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. So the core starts to heat up. When water heats up, it expands. Uh -huh. And this is increasing the pressure in an already high-pressure pressure cooker. <laughs> right, oh. yeah. If the pressure gets too high, it can explode. Luckily, there's a thing called the safety control rod activation mechanism. Okay. Or the SCRAM. Okay. Mm. Which automatically activated 
mm-hmm. and it inserts all the control rods into your core and stops the reaction. Okay. Uh-huh. So that so that happened right away when they noticed something weird when the, when they noticed something weird was going on. It's right. automatic. A human does not have to intervene to do this. Okay. okay. So that slowed down the core and the core slowed down, it powered down. So that's in this style of reactor. Do other reactors does it have to be triggered manually or is it always automatic? This was does a, that depend on yeah, the Yeah, it could depend on the design. It's yeah, a, it's a safe, yeah. it, it, then gotcha. it doesn't necessarily Seems like, like a Good thing to be automated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. when your uh, reactor gets scrammed or that it slows down f- for any reason, yeah. Yeah. the protocol is to stay shut down for at least a few days. Okay. This is to avoid the xenon pit. Okay. Which if Ooh. you've seen a recent HBO TV series, yeah. this is a hint at hmm. some interesting xenon things. Pit, huh? Are you saying it's going to come up again in part two of our Chernobyl series? It might. Okay. No. Cool, cool, cool. He's talking about Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> also, is it going to come up in the context of a new band Lee and I just started called Xenon? <laughs> Clearly, that's a band name. That yeah, yeah, it's going to be like a glitch wave. Something. Yeah. yeah, it's important to keep the core cool because even though you've stopped the nuclear reactions, right. there's still the things that have already decayed that are releasing heat. Yeah, right. So you need to keep the core cool for days and weeks after right. you've shut it down yeah. Yeah. Uh, to get rid of all that heat. Uh-huh. The, the reason the, the, the core scrammed was because that pump broke. Yeah. Yeah. So here's another safety feature. There's backup pumps. Oh, good. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So these backup pumps, as soon as they detect uh, loss in pressure, yeah. they activate and they start pushing the water through the steam generator. Oh, nice. Again, no human yeah, no, no human in, at all. Intervention perfect, for, the, for the best. We've <laughs> talked about a lot of human error. Full, yeah. completely foolproof. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure nothing went wrong. So one week <laughs> earlier, when they were performing maintenance on these three uh, backup feed water pumps, uh-huh. they had isolated them out of the system by closing their valves oh, and they were never opened again. Ah, oh, for fuck's There's sake. There's your human error. Human <laughs> error. <laughs> the nuclear regulatory... They should regu- have an automated system that opens those exactly. valves again. <laughs> <laughs> the Nuclear Regulatory Commission identified yeah. this as the key failure. Oh, boy. Because yeah. uh, they had basically been running for an entire week without any fail-safe for that. Oof. That's the kind of thing you don't yeah. want to hear. <laughs> in, the, in the control room, there is a safety indicator light that tells you the status of those valves. Okay. So this is useful. You're right. Problem is, the control room has about as many buttons as you have on this <laughs> mixing <laughs> setup. Right. Times 100. Okay. Oh, okay. So the indicator light actually had a yellow maintenance tag blocking its <laughs> indicator. A post-it note. Yeah, <laughs> it might as well have been. Oh, is that important? Yeah. So the operators didn't even, they never looked at that light because it's a thing that's never on. You always assume it's on. Right. They never bothered to oh. check. <laughs> on the one hand, understandable. That light's always on, or all, it's never on. Well, they didn't even notice there was a maintenance well, tag sure, on sure, but it. yeah, right? That's the kind of light that doesn't matter until right. it really matters. <laughs> uh, it's just covering the thing that's always on. Yeah. I mean, if it's off, it means our lives. But, yeah. Yeah, so at this I'm point, sure the core on. is shut down, but <laughs> yeah. it's still generating heat. Okay. And they think it's still being cooled by the steam generators, because they assume the backup pumps are on. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they don't even know the pat pump has failed. They sure. just assume yeah, it's right, all good. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, the core is heating up. There's a safety feature in the core. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> if the pressure gets too high, yep. there's a, re- or a valve that automatically opens and yep. vents out the extra pressure. Oh, nice. so think of this like yeah, nice. think of this like a, a pot. You're boiling a pot of water, yep. and once it starts boiling too hot, it'll 
push up the lid and start yeah. overflowing. Yeah. 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 But imagine it doing that in a, a more controlled way where it's flowing into a, a specific relief tank. Right. right. And instead of my stove, it's a ball of uranium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same thing. So at this point, they just think that the reactor got hot for some reason, scrammed, and then overflow, the pressure built up and then overflowed into the relief valve. And like, all right. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. It's all under control now. Yeah. So when you boiled out this pot, you've boiled out a bunch of water from your core. Yeah. So they need to refill the core to make sure that there's water in it. Right. right. So they turn on the high pressure injection system, mm -hmm. which refills the core yeah. that had vented out some of its water. Yeah. The, the idea is once the pressure gets back to normal, they can stop filling out the water because like, all right, we got enough water in yeah. the core. Yeah. So they stop the injection of water. It's all good. That relief valve was actually stuck open. Yeah. It did not close. They should have an automatic system for closing they that should. valve. They should just, <laughs> robots it, should run this place. Yeah. And so <laughs> when the pressure dropped back to normal, it continued to drop low. And that's a problem. Yeah. So the relief valve getting stuck was a known problem in mm. 1977 at the davis Bessey Nuclear Power Station in Ottawa, Ohio. Oh, God, I missed something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the same valve stuck open and it would... It resulted in no incident, but it was okay. documented. Okay. <laughs> so TMI is actually designed with a manual valve that can work in the emergencies in case okay. this sticks yep. that can that you can manually yeah, close yeah. to block that. Yeah. Here's another problem. The indicator light in the control room for that valve yep. said it was closed. Was there a note stuck to <laughs> There was not a note. This is even, you can't blame them on this one. Yeah. No. But the indicator light doesn't actually tell you the status of the valve, whether yeah. it's open or closed. It tells you the status of the solenoid that controls the valve. Okay. So if it's stuck open yeah. and the solenoid is closed, yeah. It's just, th it's just it's telling you that status. Oh. So it tells you the, <laughs> if it's stuck open, it, you'll literally get the opposite yeah. of what it, it is. Oh boy. Nice. So oh this boy. really <laughs> confused them. Yeah. So we're, we're going for lunch. Sure. <laughs> just like the check engine light in your old car. You yeah. Think, ah, it's always on. Yeah, it's <laughs> Ignore it. <laughs> so, so the reason they use the high pressure water in this core in the first place is when you have water at high pressure, it increases its boiling point, right. meaning it could take more heat and yep. it's more efficient with transferring heat. Okay. When you lower the pressure, which is what is happening now, the pressure is dropping, yep. water boils at a lower temperature. Hmm. So that means this water is now turning into steam in the core. Right. That is very bad uh -huh. oh. because steam does not cool things. No, no it does not. No. 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 That's no. why I hate saunas. It's really, <laughs> really bad. So in a panic, one of the operators, Craig Faust, mm -hmm just went down the line and checked every single valve indicator to see right. if he can find anything. Yeah. And he gets to the one with the maintenance tag and rips it off and he's like, yeah. the feed water backup is off. Yeah. <laughs> they finally turn the feed water backup yeah. on yeah. and now the steam generator is getting water and it's drawing heat from the core. Oh, okay. Crisis averted. <sighs> Crisis averted. Yeah. This was not a disaster. It's all good. <laughs> That valve is still open in the core. Mother. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the pressure is, is dropped and it's starting to stabilize, but yeah. it's still kind of low because water is leaking out that open valve. Right. Yeah. It's supposed to be sealed and it's not. So at this time, they are freaking out, starting to freak out. Mm -hmm. yeah. Shift supervisor Bill Zui had a thought, and this is a brilliant thought. He's mm -hmm. like, I don't know man, what's going on. I... The only thing I can think of is that relief valve got stuck open. There's Good a temperature. Yeah, 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 brilliant. Like there's a temperature sensor on the tailpipe of the release uh, relief valve. Yeah. And if you measure it and you see, oh, the temperature is really, really high, that yeah. means there's there's stuff going through. That means yeah. it's open. Yeah. So he tells the technician, give me the temperature of the release valve. Uh -huh. And the technician comes back and says, it's normal. Oh boy. Oh, place the sucks. Temperature sensor wasn't working. Turns out he read the wrong sensor. <laughs> oh, for fu Automate everything. Yeah. Fire people. 
robots. I don't mean some people, all people. Yeah, fire all people. So this was uh, at four. So this is like Seven two hours. Yeah. Two hours of complete freaking out. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so at 6 a.m. there's a shift change and new worker comes in and yeah. some guy that hasn't been freaking Some out all night. Eyes. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he reads the proper temperature sensor yeah, yeah, yeah. and informs them and they close the, the manual blocking valve that right. they added yeah. and they finally have sealed off the core. Okay. okay. So it's all good. Yeah. At this point though, the core has overflown. Right. And through that valve, yeah. 120,000 liters of radioactive water into the holding pool, Boy. which is not designed to hold that amount of water. Uh-huh. So where'd it go? So that relief tank overflows. It uh-huh. floods the containment building, which is the, the concrete thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it seeps into the sump underneath the <laughs> containment okay. building. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The containment building has a lot of safety. It yeah. has yeah. radiation sensors and pressure sensors. Yeah. Those start going crazy <laughs> when it's overflows. Understandably. No, no, no. <laughs> now they're, they're, no, there's a real problem. The computer that monitors the core temperature yeah. only read up to 700 degrees. Okay. They believe that a core could never get higher, hot, or a core would never why get hotter they, than that. Why do they do that? A little <laughs> bit of a flash forward to part two of our Chernobyl. Yeah, there's a similar. There's like, there's, there's meters where it's, make it go higher. Yeah. Make <laughs> just, it go just to you know what, Humor me. Yeah. You know? Okay. Worst case scenario mean anything to you? Picture your worst case, <laughs> multiply by 10, yeah. make that the top make, point. <laughs> yeah. Why would only 700? Could uranium ever go higher? Well, it could, well, but it then sh- make it higher. <laughs> yep. I mean, it really, shut it. <laughs> oh, yeah, fine. Sure. My car, my, my speedometer goes to 300, <laughs> but my Kia Sportage is not doing 300. Gosh, such above, a pessimist. Above 700 degrees, the computer would return question mark, question mark. Question. Oh, come on. You're so negative. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so this is also the 70s. Yeah. And they yeah. didn't have computer. So they all had bell Mustaches. <laughs> they didn't have computer monitors. Okay. They didn't have easy ways to see, I see. data. It's just no. readouts. And the computer literally prints out on paper the data. <sighs> It was, and because there were alarms <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> it was getting so backed up with with yeah. errors. Oh, yeah. like, the, 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 the temperature never printed out, right? Like oh it my was just, God. Imagine the printer <laughs> just printing out. Gonna say, and if you're like, if you... If you're at all close to our age, like if you're maybe in your 30s or 40s, you remember dot matrix printers? Yeah. So I'm picturing like standing <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah. waiting to read the alarm. <laughs> it's going line by line like ee, ee, yeah. ee. First line, critical message follows. <laughs> and you're like, what's the message? <laughs> Print it faster. Like pulling it. Like, yeah. I not help. No. It just makes it skip and it gets those yeah. jitters. Yeah. So the core at this point is uncovered. So that means there's no water on it. Not good. And the fuel heats up. Because yeah. the water's Board. Yeah. yeah. We learned that the water is important. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like they, they do know this is happening, that there's steam in the core. So they're they're trying to figure out how to get rid of that steam, how to get water back in the core. Right. So they decide to turn back on the, the water injector. Okay. At this point, the core is realistically at 1,300 some degrees, so right. well over 700. Sure, which yeah. they would know if their meter went beyond 700. But it says 700, so yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, so, so the the core, the, the, the rods are uh, zirconium, mm-hmm. and you can consider them to be like really dry rocks. Yeah. And if you pour water, cold water onto dry rocks, mm-hmm. they crack. So the, the, the rods cracked, and okay. they released the contents of the fuel, which is the decay products, which is the really nasty radioactive beta emitters yep. into the, the core. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's bad. The, the, the temperature got so hot that the zirconium starts reacting with the steam in the core, which generates hydrogen. Okay. Remember hydrogen? I do remember hydrogen. <laughs> One proton. 
Yeah, uh, but uh, specifically <laughs> hydrogen gas in the form of Hindenburg-related disasters. Oh, yeah. 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 Hydrogen. Yeah. yeah. Gas bags. <laughs> Check out our, our Potentially our, deadly. Yeah. So that's not good. Nope. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> at, at 2 p.m. on March 28th, there is a hydrogen explosion in the core. I guess we saw that coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is contained. There was no direct release due to this. Right. However, the core is completely ruined and unrecoverable, and that means the plant is unrecoverable. Speaking of things that are contained, I bet you all of the pants in that control room <laughs> contained a lot of shit <laughs> when that happened. Yep. Can you imagine working at a nuclear power plant and then <laughs> <laughs> everything shakes? This is how I die. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yep. And, and hydrogen explosions are, uh, that was one of the major issues with uh, Fukushima as well. Okay. Uh, mm, they they, they blew up a lot of stuff. Okay. Not in the exact same way, but there was hydrogen created because the cores got uncovered. Okay. Uh, Hopefully that doesn't come up again yeah. in part two of our episode. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, at least at this point, the situation is understood and mostly under control. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. And that the core is starting to cool down yeah. and they've had their explosion and that, that's about it. I'm sure that's not reassuring at the oh, time, yeah, but yeah. in retrospect, yeah. it's like, how's it going? Well, I understand <laughs> what happened <laughs> yeah. and I've mostly contained it. <laughs> is everything yeah. okay though? Well, I mean, I know why it happened. <laughs> you know why what happened? <laughs> Knowing is half the battle. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so there's radiation radioactive gas in the building okay. because it overflowed into the sump and all this stuff. Right, right, right. Um, so th- in order to like go in there and mm. f- start cleaning up or even figure out what happened, yeah. they actually need to get rid of the radioactive gas. Outside of nuclear power plants, yeah. everywhere there's radiation sensors just to detect potential leaks. Right. They know they can monitor the radiation around the plant really, really precisely right, of right. all plants. So what they ended up doing is they release the radioactive gas in small spurts over the next few weeks okay. to keep the dose low enough that it would be unnoticeable right. compared to background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they eventually vented out all the radioactive gases into the environment. And this was like a protocol yeah. thing. You yeah. said unnoticeable, which yeah. might sound like they're trying to sneak it past, but yeah. that's like how you vent it so that it doesn't go beyond yeah, yeah. the background. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, like they, that's why they did it over several several yeah. weeks. Maybe right, right. like so it's like insignificant. Yeah, while monitoring the yeah. uh uh, the radiation, yeah. yeah. Cool. The result was 14 microsieverts of dose to the 2 million people living near the plant. Oh boy, is that a lot? It's very little. Oh. oh. Um, it's equivalent <laughs> to a couple of x-rays. Oh. Oh. Conspiracy theorists will tell you it was more, but you can either accept the data or not. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I mean, well said. Yeah. Well said. It applies to so many things. Yeah. That's that's norm for go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, and in the the summary, the debrief report of the incident, it was it's always mentioned that living in Denver gives yeah. you 800 microsieverts a year. This is inconsequential to living in Denver. Right. They okay. every they love using Denver as an example because it's high up. You can, oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the aftermath? Mm-hmm. 20, about 28 hours after the incident, yeah. schools were closed and residents were urged to stay indoors. Right. This obviously created a huge panic. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Two days later, there was a voluntary evacuation of 140,000 people, okay. which created more panic. Yeah. Uh-huh. They all returned within three weeks, but again, at this point, the damage was already done from the public perception. Also, how do you voluntary... Is that like an announced thing where it's, it's up to yeah. you? Yeah, the right. governor announced a voluntary evacuation. Right. I'm not sure I would react differently. Yeah, where it's f- just like, if you get a message, look, it's up to you. 
Something might have happened at a nuclear power plant right nearby. <laughs> if you want to leave, you can leave if you yeah. want. You can leave if you want. Most people. I are wouldn't gonna. hear the last part of the sentence because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm already like yeah. running out the We're door. Going. <laughs> I mean, that's a bigger disaster than the actual event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean to evacuate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, like the, obviously the movie uh, and, and so on. Like people had that primed in their minds. Right. Yeah, the China Center. Yeah. Yeah. Zeitgeist had been yeah well uh, zeitgeisted. Yeah. Yeah, the cleanup started in yeah. August 1979. Involved a thousand workers after okay. they had vented out all all the gases. Right, 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 right. So yeah. they didn't even open the reactor to yeah. see what it was, what the condition was, until yeah. July '84. So oh, that's wow, five <laughs> years later, before like they were just cleaning up the water right. and all the other stuff outside. They they couldn't even get to the reactor to open it until right. five years later. Right, and they had to start removing the fuel with basically long sticks. The fuel, yeah. 62 of the 100 tons of fuel had melted. Oh boy! Wow. And they basically have to contain it in, in containers and, and, and yeah. get rid of it, bury Yeesh. it. So, would you say the safe thing to do is to remain like in containment and then slowly deal with the issue, uh, not throw people at it immediately? Because they know what's in there, yeah. you can protect yourself. Okay, fair enough. Uh, okay, it's more of if you didn't know okay. and you're wearing your street clothes and you get blasted. Hypothetically, just okay. asking. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Asking for a Soviet yeah. friend <laughs> in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So the the cleanup the reactor vessel was open in '84 and the fuel was finished being removed in '93. It took them oh, nine years crap. to to clean that 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 mess up. I mean, I guess that's the kind of thing that you want them to take their time. With. Yeah, <laughs> want it done right. Yeah, right now. So, so all of this was with the TMI two reactor. That's the one that went over budget. Yeah. TMI one was temporarily shut down following the incident. Yeah. And the citizens voted to retire it out of fear. Oh Obviously, yeah, okay. but despite Fair that, enough. the Nuclear Regulatory Commission said it's completely fine, and yeah. it reopened in 1985. Oh, thanks, Nuclear uh, Commission. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and it resumed in operation until September of 2019. Oh, cool. Yeah, kind of lost in this wow. is that uh, TMI one, the reactor, was actually one of the most successful reactors in American history. Right, it generated 240 billion kilowatt hours in 40 years of service. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, That's we had this so one funny. meltdown, yeah. partial meltdown. Yeah. No casualties, and everyone talks about that, but the other one is like, this one is really successful. It's kind of like having like that, that older sibling was a doctor, but everybody talks about the young asshole sibling (laughs) that just went to jail and has tattoos on his face. Yeah. And the older one's like, I I did some good, I built built a hospital in Argentina. (laughs) (laughs) Remember how I said that TMI1 was licensed to operate until 2030, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It it actually did shut down in 2019 because of of pressures from the public. Yeah. yeah, Uh, yeah. But also, Pennsylvania is particularly rich in natural gas. So (laughs) the funding went all to natural gas and they basically ran out of money. Well, there you have it. The real disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so the fallout. Yeah. Uh, ding. <laughs> the, the cost of the reactors to build was about $4 billion in today's money. Right. And about a billion to clean up, plus another $350 million in lawsuits and evacuation expenses. And this is all on the, the electric company. A typical reactor takes 25 years to break even in terms of its cost. Okay. Uh-huh. So these are brand new. Yeah. <laughs> and one is trashed. Oh boy. So these was a huge financial yeah. loss yeah, for right. the for these investors. Mm. Worse off though was the fallout from the public perception of nuclear, yeah, right. which have forced fifty one reactors that were currently being built to yeah. be cancelled within the next four <sighs> years. Damn it. Right. <laughs> it's it's that's the most frustrating part is that it kind of set it up front that it's like the this great non disaster where <laughs> it melted down. Safely, and yeah. then they dealt with it. Yeah, better cancel yeah. the other ones. Yeah. yeah, 
Because they, they might even be safer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this really signaled the end of growth of nuclear in the U.S. Right. Uh, on top of all of this stuff, there are more strict guidelines mm-hmm. in terms of training and regulation and inspections. Right. Obviously, they learned a lot from what screwed up here. Mm-hmm. Human errors plus engineering errors yeah. plus administrative errors. Yeah. That increased the cost of running uh, building a plant and running a plant even more. Right. There was also distrust in the government, obviously, mm-hmm. following the confusion as you get with any case. Yeah. yeah. Like initially, they were like, everything's under control. Yeah. Then it's it's complicated. <laughs> uh, then maybe get out of here if you want. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that not a good uh, not, not their first statement was actually true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I know what the problem is. <laughs> I know exactly yeah, what sure. happened. Yeah, there's if a partial core meltdown. Yeah. Uh, so what were the health effects of this? The average radiation dose received from the venting, and that's kind yeah. of the only thing that came out. Yeah, was intended to be no greater than background, no yeah. more noticeable in the background radiation. Multiple follow-up epidemiological studies from Mm -hmm. 1990 until 2018 showed no statistically significant increase in cancer rates. Hmm. Although there's some confounding issues with that type of thing, because after that, people were getting checked for cancer all the time. Right. Yeah. And if you're checking, getting checked for cancer, you will find more cancers. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So like the cancer rates, rates increase slightly, yeah. but that's a confounding variable where you can't blame it on that oh, for because sure. you're looking yeah. for more Most cancers. People won't if find anything, that might be an indication that nothing happened because if it only went up slightly, but it still wasn't statistically significant, then nothing happened. Nothing happened. Yeah. Just people were being more dil- diligent. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So whose fault was it? Everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fair enough. Uh, Lots of people got fired. Kind of coming out of the the 50s and the friendly atom and like nuclear is safe and easy. Like this is a reminder that it's, you gotta, you you can't take it for granted. Right. You gotta be intelligent about things. Yeah. You gotta have an engineer on, on site, which, which wasn't part of the regulations before. Really? Um, No, you do not have to have it. Now there has to be a, a, an actual nuclear engineer on site. Yep. Makes there's sense. way better training now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think there's like a, a simulator room that's a, a, a double of your control room. Yeah, right. Yeah. And every five weeks, the, yeah. the teams go in yeah. and they run like crazy drills yeah. Yeah. where they get to play around and, yeah. and yeah. deal with any scenario okay. possible. Right. Okay. Uh, that, so that, that actually is kind of fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and they really fixed the user interfaces for things. <laughs> really? It's not like. A submarine where yeah. it's a wall. They, of they really switches. addressed that. They also kind of changed the way that the problems are diagnosed. Instead of saying like, "I think the core is overheating because of this valve," yeah. what's the procedure to close, like to, to address this? Yeah. They, they they now train to treat symptoms. So like, the core is overheating. Yeah, what do we do? Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, then like you look at these things. These are yeah. all the things that affect the core to check. Okay, so, so it's not like, just like a s- instruction where if this, then this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. really like they, they change the way the training works and the diagnosis works. Yeah, and, that makes sense. And, and everything. Yeah. Did uh, they raise the 700 cap on that meter? I, I, I think they did. Okay. They also fixed <laughs> the relief valve thing. Okay. Uh-huh. That's good. <laughs> it was kind of like a benefit yep. that this happened. Okay. Because it created a, a really good learning scenario, even though it was very costly and stuff right, happened. Yeah, right. But you don't learn how to get better without having a disaster oh, sure. or a near disaster. Right. Totally. So we would have never had the safety regulations that we have now yep. had we not had this 
Chernobyl, other situations to learn from. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, the only way you get better is to get your ass kicked. Yeah, pretty Meeting much. People doesn't yeah, make they fail. didn't build safer F one cars by not having them crash yeah. in the first place. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, you didn't you didn't improve the safety regulations at Le Mans by not decapitating a group of <laughs> no, spectators in nineteen fifty five. Well, now quick, the now quick the lesson. <laughs> yeah, now these spectators wear helmets, right? And neck guards. <laughs> yeah. They should. You know what? They should. So that's the Three Mile Island disaster, huh? That is the Three the Mile Island. The Three Mile Island non-disaster. Not quite a disaster. The three Mile Island meltdown. Yeah. The real disaster being the canceling of all those plants. Yes. The, the re- <laughs> yeah, the, the, the joke is the only casualty was the nuclear industry in yeah. America. Yeah. Such a much. bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, you, can, you can hear our discussion of it in part one of the Chernobyl episode. We went into it in more detail. But uh. the take-home message is we should all be driving electric cars powered by nuclear power. Yeah. <laughs> And it's frustrating that we aren't. Well, yeah. I mean, we might be. In, We're a little frustrated in Canada, in Ontario. But anyway, <laughs> that was an awesome disaster, Norm. Thanks. Yep. Thanks. Uh, do you have some music for that? I, I've got some music. Sweet. All right. Yep. Uh, my band is Funeral for a Friend. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, it's the Funeral for Our Friend, the Friendly Adam. Oh. <laughs> they're a Welsh post-hardcore band. Okay. The song is Welcome Home Armageddon. Okay. <laughs> Self-explanatory. Nice. Topical. From their 2011 album of the same name. Okay. Cool. And just basically because the name makes it. Yeah, pretty much. The death of the atomic age. Well, thanks, Norm. And you probably just heard a bunch of that song. That was another Tragedy Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to help us out, best thing you can do is tell a friend to listen. Make make more friends and tell them all to listen. And they'll tell their friend. And, and they'll tell their friend. And they'll tell their friend. Yeah. Yeah. Make it into a pyramid scheme. Don't do a pyramid scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme. Like a Ponzi kind Ponzi, of. Ponzi, yeah. 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 Don't do that. Don't do but that. just tell a friend. Yeah. You can also leave a review wherever you listen and subscribe if you aren't already. If you want to check us out on social medias, at This Disaster Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out our, our website, www.thisdisasterpod.com. And join us for our next major disaster. Yes, please. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.